What's up, vitamin lead Vikings? That's the only V word I could think of this evening. And so <laughs> welcome back. Thank you for joining us for vitamin lead, your healthy dose of leadership. I am your host, TJ Reed, and I am so glad that you're back. If you've been finding benefit from this, would you subscribe? Would you subscribe on either Spotify or Apple podcasts? Uh, would you leave us a review? If you're liking this podcast, would you just leave us an honest review so we can continue to grow and be seen by more people? But subscribe and then share it with somebody else. Would you just text somebody? Would you send them the link to this podcast and tell them, hey, you should check this out. It'll help you grow in your life and in your leadership. That's my ultimate goal. I heard recently somebody said that after one of the podcasts, that they were challenged to really go talk to their boss and be able to say, hey, listen, I need you to know that there's a tidal wave coming and uh, I'm, I don't quite know what to do. I need your help. And the result they weren't expecting was that their boss said, thank you so much for telling me that. It's so great to hear that. Let's, let's plan together and let's get ahead of this tidal wave. And they put it together a plan. That's awesome. I love hearing stories like that. If you got a story like that, would you share it on our Vitamin Lead Team uh, Facebook page or would you email us at vitaminleadteam at gmail.com? We would love to hear those stories of what you're doing. We're back here for Frozen Feelings Part 3. Remember, this all came out of my daughter watching the movie Frozen and saying to herself, repeating that refrain from the song, let it go, conceal, don't feel, conceal, don't feel. And me just wanting to grab her and say, sweetie, I, I don't want that to be true for your life. It's so important. You just don't spend the rest of your life concealing and not feeling. And it's the same thing that we've got to do in our workplaces is that we're not just asking people to conceal and disengage completely from reality, but we allow them to feel and we recognize when they're feeling things so that we can help to understand people, right? It's, it's important as a leader to just understand people, that they're not always going to be great and on point. And there's reasons, there's very real reasons that they spend a third of their life at work with you, but the other two thirds may be totally jacked up and that's okay. It's okay to talk about those things. You see, because Brene Brown says in her book, Dare to Lead, you remember this quote from the last couple episodes. She says, leaders must invest a reasonable amount of time attending to fears and feelings, or they will squander an unreasonable amount of time trying to manage ineffective and unproductive behavior. And so what I wanted to do today was if you're finding yourself uh, working with people and noticing that there's just a change in the tenor of the emotions of the people that you're with or one of your leaders, what are some things you can do to begin to check to see if there's something kind of getting in the way there? I came up with three things that I think we should point to. Uh, as with all of my podcasts, these are by no means exhaustive lists, but they're just things that I've experienced or thought through that I think may be helpful for you to investigate as you're thinking about this. And so here's three checks. The first check you should do is do a communication check. Ask yourself, what am I saying? Not only that, right? Because you want to know what you're saying, but then what are they hearing? You're only half the equation. If you're the only half that matters, then you're in a lot of trouble, right? If you're the only half that matters, to, it, it, just, it just matters what I'm saying. I was clear. They should have heard it, right? 
uh, you're going to be missing it. Ask yourself, what are they saying? What am I saying and what are they hearing? A lack of clarity is one of the easiest ways to make someone feel insecure about their work. A lack of clarity about the projects you're giving them, a lack of clarity about the feedback that you're giving them, a lack of clarity about a lot of things can cause somebody to feel very insecure. Experienced this recently that uh, one of our leaders was feeling very insecure about her standing in the organization. And so me and my leader were just going, why, why is she feeling that way? Why, what's, what's the struggle here? And so my leader goes and talks to her and finds out that we, we, what we had been doing was <laughs> we had moved this leader to a few different teams over a six-month period. Now, we did that because this leader was really good at helping to turn things around on a team, turning around the team culture, the team atmosphere, all of those sorts of things. But what we found out was that in kind of the, the hurriedness and our admiration for this leader and what they could do, we hadn't communicated clearly why we were doing it. And so this person thought that they were falling out of favor with us as leaders and didn't know why we were doing this. They thought that, that we were just displeased with the work. And so to, to dig a little bit deeper to find that out, we said, oh, no, not at all. This is actually the reason why. And it's really helped us to kind of turn a corner on, I mean, no matter how fast we're moving, we want to make sure that we communicate clearly why we're doing these things, why we're doing the moves that we're doing. And so a communication check can really help you. Not only what you're saying, but what are they hearing? Second thing is an authenticity check. You got to ask yourself, is your workplace a safe place to speak up? For you as the leader, ask yourself a couple of these tough, tough questions. Does the best idea win or does your idea win? Are things defensive, sarcastic, dismissive with people? By all means, you should challenge people as they're growing to become leaders if they want to become leaders. But do they get put down every time they bring an idea? Is it, is it a safe place to speak up? Simon Sinek, he says that strong leaders should always choose to speak last as much as possible. Because if they speak up, they may leave the room, right? If you're a strong leader, people want to follow what you're going to say. They don't want to be seen as uh, going the opposite way of you. And so it's really important if you're a strong leader to be one of the last to speak in a room. As I've taken higher and higher positions of leadership, what I've found is that there's meetings that you're in that people are expecting you to be the one to call the ball, right? And by all means, if you're Expected to do that, you should do that. But you can kind of take it one of two ways, right? It can, I, I've seen this in my own life. It can become number one, either intoxicating, where you go, yeah, I got the ideas. People want to hear my ideas. Woo! You know, it can become intoxicating. And man, that's just, that's just pride creeping up. And I got to try to kill that as much as possible. Or it can become intimidating, right? Have you ever been in a room, realized that, oh crap, I'm the one who has to make the call here. <laughs> this used to be this person who was my boss and now I'm in the position that I need to make the call here. Oh crap, 
right? And so uh, it, it's got to be a place of authenticity where people have the ability to speak up. There's power in people feeling heard. That's why it's so important that if you're a strong leader, that you're one of the last to speak so that people can have the power of feeling heard in the room there. So an authenticity check, is it a safe place to speak up in your organization? And then the last thing I would encourage is a reality check. What are your people really experiencing? You see, I have the privilege of leading a call center in a university. And so one of the things that's important for me to continue to keep revisiting is what are they experiencing on a daily basis? These teams sit right outside my door. I do my best to, to walk by, to listen, to ask questions, to get to know the work that they're doing. Because I'll tell you what, this is not work for the faint of heart. This is tough work being available and ready to have memorable conversations with people. And so we do things like we build in expected breaks for them. We build in places where they can go and rest and refresh apart from everything. Comfy chairs, a break room, uh, just a, a lot of different things that we try to do to make sure that they can get away from this work that can sometimes be so taxing. But it's so important that us as leaders have this reality check. We realize what's really going on. What is your decision about that software that they're going to implement? What does that look like in reality for what they're dealing with on the phone? Is it just a nightmare for them to deal with? When was the last time you checked on that? A reality check is just so important because how people are feeling is, is so important about the decisions that we're making as leaders. So get down to their level. I love this. Uh, King David in the, the Old Testament, the Hebrew scriptures, in Psalm 116, what he says is that he's going to keep praying because God bends down to listen. How cool is that, right? I, I love that verse because it's just it, the most powerful being in the universe bends down to listen to somebody, right? So what excuse do we have as leaders to not bend down, to kneel down? I mean, this is, this is one of the best things you can do as a leader is to serve your people by listening to what they're saying and going and doing something about what they're saying. Say, okay, what's the problem here? Okay, I think I can talk to that person in that department and clear that up. Okay, I think I can go talk to the IT team and get this switched so that this becomes a lot easier for you. A reality check. That's, that's one of the greatest ways you can let your team know that you understand what they're feeling and you're going to do something about it. So those are the three checks we're talking about today. A communication check, an authenticity check, and a reality check. When we do that, we can know that we're, we're spending a reasonable amount of time listening to the, the fears and the feelings so that we're not squandering an unreasonable amount of time on ineffective and unproductive behavior. Let's keep growing in this, leaders. Next episode, I'm going to talk about some practical tools that can help you to become more authentic in your leadership. Uh, even some people you could connect with to grow in this. And so I hope you'll join us for Frozen Feelings Part 4. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Vitamin Lead, your healthy dose of leadership. Subscribe, share, and we will see you back next time. Thanks again. Bye-bye.